Miller. On our last episode of the Woman in Turf uh, Little League World Series, we actually filmed this one a couple weeks post the event to uh, really soak in really what um, the Softball Little League World Series meant to so many, especially the members of the crew and everything that they accomplished in that time to truly transform the beginning of a new era in our industry um, to showcase their talents and showcase what can be for the future generations and just truly one of the most empowering events and incredible moments in this industry um, and we had uh, Miss Kelly Lynch on of Pure Seed um, and as many of you know Kelly is one of the most energetic kind loving people out there um, and she was the perfect person to talk to uh, after the event just talking about the incredible things that happened the part she played and making it so special uh, we get into all the nicknames that she created and how everyone on the crew had such a great connection um, and the incredible things that came from it um, and it truly was such an awesome episode that you guys definitely don't want to miss uh, and we actually recorded this in our brand new studio, and uh, it truly is a incredible work by our students. Uh, it was completely constructed by them, and it truly is a beautiful new setup that we're excited for the uh, for years to come with this podcast. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. All right, welcome back to the 95th episode of Tiger Turf Talk and the final episode of our Softball Little League World Series inaugural all-female grounds crew series. We have no one better than Miss Kelly Lynch, uh, regional manager of the United States for Pure Seed and one of the, the most energetic, kind, loving people that you know in this turf grass industry. How are you doing this afternoon morning I sorry am <laughs> elated yeah this afternoon this morning i'm elated but um just so you know i am not i don't manage the entire united states i just manage the northern northern US, so. yeah, i told you i bought it let's not give anybody any ideas okay a, yeah nobody <laughs> nobody from the south caller please okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there so how are you doing uh we're about a week and a half after the event i mean it has been a whirlwind afterwards. What has it been like for you just sort of taking it all in, being able to see everything on social media, being able to experience everything that you did down there? What has it been like for you to sort of, again, take a step back and breathe it all in? You know, I think that's the, that's the continuum, right? When we, when we have the privilege to be at a site so um, historic uh, and, and to be there together, uh, and then the aftermath, what happens, amazing videos are coming out and, and TikToks and um, mm -hmm. Meg Kruger just released um, a whole uh, blog. Yeah, is that uh, a blog? Did you good. see it? Oh, yeah, my it was God. Really, really good. Yeah. Love me some mighty Meg Kruger. Wow. <laughs> uh, and we just call her mighty now because she, she just gets it, you know, and I, and I feel like the, the gift that we have is when we gather, right? And I don't think we truly comprehend when we're in the middle of it, um, how precious it is. And then we go back, uh, not that our real lives are anything less <laughs> robust, all right? Course, but it's course. just a special space to be in. And and I still, I, you know, we get texts and, and a WhatsApp and did you see this? And, you know, it's out on Twitter. And I was not big into social media before um, 
this grass ceiling society storm. Uh, and now it's, it's amazing how much time you can spend in those areas, but, um, great content. I think the, the, really the big gift was, you know, just as it was the softball little league world championships for them, it was also a world championship for all of us. Absolutely. And Liz won't shut up about the WhatsApp. She's like, Miller, are you on the WhatsApp? I'm like, no, I'm not on the WhatsApp. Okay, geez. <laughs> well, it's so cool. Like I'll walk into school and I'll come out of school with like 96 notifications. I'm like, have you seen this, Miller? Look how cool this is. And he's like, no. And I'm like, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> on things that I'm not a part of. It's fine. <laughs> it's no big yeah. deal. Um, but, but I think, Liz, I think that's the home run, right? You don't realize it. And then you're, you're away from it even for a little bit. And it's amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. And as we, as we say, I, these are not tears. This is sunblock. <laughs> Absolutely. Sunblock. Of course. Yeah. There was a ton of sunblock down at the event. You know, there was a ton of sunblock. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of different things, a lot of different, you know, times of sunblock, you know? Yes. Including me. I'm not gonna lie. I caught you. I caught you with sunblock in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, let me take a picture of that. Have that for the next SF. Yeah. Oh, he's doing it again. Let me take that. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, going to need that. I think there were even tears in your eyes when you had, you were personally carrying off one of the warm up mats off of home plate. No tears there. That was more pain, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. That was pain. Right, there you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, and I love how you said, again, coming out of the event, being able to sort of absorb all of it. What was it like being there with all of those females? Again, industry professionals, like unparalleled by anyone, including yourself, when it comes to just coming together as a group and being just a grounds crew. And I, I said it way too many times. If you guys have been listening for the last nine days with all the podcasts, sorry for so many. But something that I loved about it was it was just another day at the office for all of you. It wasn't any different than say working at your own place, you know? So what was it like for you being able to come together with the group uh, and experience something that again was historic? And I, I love that you share that. I, I don't think we totally comprehend um, even now. Uh, and I, I've been on the road for a couple more weeks uh, with what I do professionally, but I, I would have to say, you know, the, it's those that got us there as well. So uh, a shout out to to my CEO, Crystal Rose Fricker, um, another um, pioneer in the industry, but believing in in the in what all of us are doing and supporting it. Um, I think all of our home bases felt the same. They knew how important this was. Uh, and then for you, Drew, and for the crews that were there uh, in the podcasts, in uh, the the Meg Krugers, the uh, the. Uh, can't think of the guys' names that put together the video that would just came out today. Literally, we uh, did it. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And so I feel like there's, um, and then what happened with ESPN and uh, Michelle Smith coming down, one of the common calling the game, and then now she's down, um, you know, uh, handling a shovel and dragging the field and just having the time. Uh, and I think you know our our big goal was see it be it. And, and I think it literally even played off of that and said, see her, be her. Uh, and now that's been seen around the world. Um, and so for all of us, and, and then amongst us, right? Um, I'm probably the most senior. Um, I'm, no. I'm, north of, I'm north of 50. And then uh, 60. Years young. 50 yeah. Years young. Yeah, 50 years enough. young. Well, they keep me young. I don't I can't keep up with them. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and so I think that was a really robust combination of 
the we called ourselves the OGs and then the new G's. <laughs> and then um, when Maritza uh, called the ball on the championship day and we just became the G's, I think that was, you know, I think it summed it up in terms of, of what our intentions are. Um, it's just all of us together and we have so much to learn. I can guarantee you this. I learned way more from the, the younger generation that I, than I shared with them because they, <laughs> they, yeah, right. They made me better every day. And I, and I made sure that they knew that uh, yeah. because I honestly did not see that, think that I would see this in my professional career. Absolutely. I mean, when I got the call, I think son called me probably a month before the event looking for people. Um, and I was just like, this is just so cool, you know? And then Chris gave me a call the following week about coming down and doing the podcast. I was just like, this is just going to be phenomenal, you know? And I'm just so excited to be a part of it. And so you wait, you were working double time, brother. You were, you were out there with us doing whatever you needed. Then back, hey, you know, running the show. And it was <laughs> yeah. funny. Cause I was like, I was like, do I go out? Do I stay? Do I, uh, w- I, you know, which way do I do it? You know, like what's going on? Uh, cause I didn't want to like, I guess <laughs> I was like, they're going to be like, wow, look at that female with that beard out there. Gosh, <laughs> like, that's impressive stuff. I'll be like, no, no, not a female. It's okay. I'll you leave rocked it. It. It like, rock it now, but, um, what was it like for you uh, being, again, one of the crew, but at the same time, uh, being able to have Pure Seed as one of the, again, one of the incredible uh, contributors to what was making it possible as a sponsor of the event? Well, and I think that goes back to why I wanted to work with Crystal and, and Pure Seed. Uh, and Dr. Melody Frazier runs our North Carolina research farm. Uh, we're, we're a very diverse company. Uh, and that's why I wanted to be a part of, of Crystal's team and, and work with her and for her. Um, but they gave us privilege, right? All of our companies that were there, and I could use Odie's uh, and Nina, I could use uh, Moats Group and Amy and um, those of us that are in the field doing these things, plus, um, you know, the Sun Rose Lines and all the all the what happens when sun shows up because she's pretty special <laughs> gal, right? Yeah. Of course. Of and course. and then we have to also really give a shout out to Kimberly Guard um, because it was really Kimberly Guard and, and Troy Flanagan at the U.S. Women's Open Championship, the 76 uh, at the Olympic Club that started all of this. Uh, and we will forever be grateful not only to Troy for his vision uh, and Kimberly for her tireless efforts to to push things forward and then um again we were at at, um, pine needles this year with david and his crew uh another historic moment and then when sun and kimberly said hey what's next and let's take it to sports fields and then uh and chris ball you know how much we love chris ball uh as a champion and and certainly as um you know, uh, a pioneer in terms of bringing this to the sports field side. Uh, and then away we go. And so I, I feel like there's so many champions, uh, whether it be a crystal or, uh, or, or others that have come before us, I think now, uh, and I just had the privilege to talk to Kimberly guard yesterday. And if I might share, she said from her lens, it was so powerful to see the global response and all of uh, the girl dads out there, right? And, and she said that, um, 
I, I can't, I, I'm paraphrasing for her, but she said to really see the difference of see it, be it. And here are all these girl dads that have these, these young kiddos coming up, these young ladies coming up through the ranks. And now they got a front row seat because at the opens, we were kind of behind the scenes, right? A lot of this was happening in the dark and after yeah, hours, sure. you're not, you're not on the golf course. Literally while... after hours in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> um, those were some 20 hour days. Uh, and so the unique thing with having ESPN and uh, broadcast, and it would be picking us up in between games and the, and the athletes were watching in between games. Uh, and I think that's what her lens shared with us was that uh, see it, be it looks different on the sports field side because you're actually physically in the lens. Absolutely. And it was, I son tweeted it today. It was something about her story instead of history. I was like, it's just so cool. Again, like take note of that. You know, like most people like just history, you know, you don't really recognize that little tidbit in there, you know, and for her to take that. And again, everything that you guys did, when you talk about powerful, being able to be there and see it firsthand and to again, experience it, right there it was just unbelievable and again like knowing everyone being friends with a lot of the crew already it was just so incredible because i was able to take a step back and look at the crowd and see their reaction to again an all-female crew talking to the people at espn while you guys are out there working and just they're like this is truly just a historic moment in this again industry in sports as a whole you know i don't think there's been anything like uh, commentator, all female commentary or anything like that when it comes to any event ever, you know, when you're talking about ESPN, putting something together, no one's done this before, which I think that holds so much weight that many people don't really recognize, which that's why I wanted to come down and be able to do the podcast was to be able to say, Hey guys, you need to take note of this because this is something that has never happened before and truly will transform the future of this industry. So I can't thank you enough for everything that you did to get that going, uh, especially with, again, Pure C being a sponsor and you just being there, being, again, sort of the heart and soul of the crew, you know? Um, something that I want to get into uh, because you do a lot of this and I still don't have it. It's fine. I'll be fine. Uh, the nicknames that you give out are <laughs> iconic. Okay, we have Snap and Chat, which... We had them on two episodes ago. They, it was the funniest story. They're like, I didn't know Megan and Haley's name for the first day. They're like, oh, that's snap and chat. I'm like, and what is that? Like, what are we talking about? What was that? Again, sort of coming up with all these names and everything that goes into, again, what the culture of this crew really is. I love that, Drew. And I'm still working on yours. It's It'll come to me. I like the new studio. This is helping. This is helping. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Hopefully it's, it's a good thing. It's a, okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's evolving. But it has to be, it has to be, you know, intentional. It has to be poignant. Um, and the, really the history of it is, is, is team building. Uh, so I coached Division One Athletics for many years. Uh, and, and three different sports. And, and each time, and I think it's just always been uh, the way things are. It was just a bonding. It's a team building. Um, it's a uniqueness uh, in terms of identifying something that is associated with a, a with that person. Uh, and so it's always. I just have never not done that. I don't. I think it came from my dad. 
uh, and that's what he did. Um, so I would, and rest, rest in peace, uh, my dad's nickname was Luck. Um, his real name was Gary. Um, and I think that's, you know, we just always called him Luck. And and my brothers had many uh, names, but the one that's really stuck was Linta um, because one of his best buddies couldn't pronounce our last name. Uh, and <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, so it just kind of evolved. And then coaching all those years, in fact, even now, um, most of those athletes still call each other by their nicknames. Uh, it's <laughs> rare to hear. Right? Yeah, it's rare to hear um, somebody, you know, uh, somebody's real name. Um, so that's the origin. And then. Um, snap and chat was perfect because we, we all flew in late. Um, I ended up, um, flying in late as well and ended up waiting and picking them up at the airport. And then we just, they were all, they were so excited to be there because their flights had just been dismal. And, <laughs> they had the and of course, uh, four hour layover uh, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but it was great. We had a, uh, we had a great ride. I don't, I don't even know where that hour and a half went to, to, to Greenville. And, um, during that time we were talking about like Twitter or Instagram. They're like, Oh no, we're, we, we're totally Snapchat. And I'm like, Oh, then your snap and your chat totally. <laughs> and they loved it. And so away we went. And so some just evolved like that, like laser, uh, Maritza. Yeah. Uh, yep. Laser just was, I mean, she almost nicknamed herself because she shoots lasers, right? Um, and so, and, and I think it's fun because then, uh, like you said, you don't, there's a different association uh, with that person. Now, I did learn um, through some loving uh, coaching by Brandon at the U.S. Women's Open, the first one, um, that you have to actually, it's proper to ask permission. If you've come along a, nip, a, a nickname for someone that um, it really is important that they agree upon it. So I learned I'm, I'm coachable. Uh, here's my thing. Sorry, Brandon. But like, come on. Nicknames are fun when they come, you know, something something big happens. You know, it's not like maybe it was funny and they don't want to be remembered by it, but it's just a great nickname. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, squeaky over here, you know. Yeah, squeaky. So I was going to mention. Uh, so Liz, um, I think it taken, you know, she was a little quiet. And and now I think here we are sitting in the same room, Liz, and I'm the eldest uh, that was on the team. You were the youngest was on the team. And so uh, at one point I was like, you know, we should do the elder younger interview. And here we are. Yeah. Um, but Liz, how did you get how did you get squeak? You have to share with us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I came to the World Series with these awesome shoes called Vans that were a little torn apart, but in butter, three pieces, <clears throat> butter it does were just so kind and actually got me a pair of the new boots, the tur tough, extra tough, extra tough boots. And I was in love. Seriously, with them. guys should sponsor this event next year. Just I, I reached out to him actually before the event and said, hey, this is the one. So let's reach out again with your power, Drew. Yeah, I, I don't know about power. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Sorry, so what happened, ahead. Liz? So I was wearing my boots and they might be a little big, but I love them. And they were a little bit squeaky. So every time I walked, it was just a new little squeak. And then Kelly comes up and goes, I figured it out. Your nickname, you're squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> And we also had the fact that the bases were already squeaky clean after the first 30 yes. minutes of squeaking. Yes. And I, I think uh, base guy Brian said. Base guy Brian was very upset. 
I'll be yeah. honest with you. Base guy Brian's like, they've kicked me off my bases. And it's yeah. and, and Jake's like, I know it's killing you. He's like, nah, you know, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I was giving and, him and, a well-deserved break. <laughs> and I think his compliment compliment was that um you were the best uh base cleaner ever, including the edges. So he did give you a shout out there. Oh yeah. Brian the bass yeah. guy, everybody. So squeak squeak it is. I love I love his nickname too, Brian the bass guy. Brian, bass guy Brian. Yeah. Bass guy bass Brian. Brian. Very nice. Um, I love it. Now, bef- even before this event, uh, you actually hosted the Women's in Turf Lunch at SFMA, which you had such a big impact on my girls wow. that were there. Uh, it was the highlight of their trip, which there was a lot of firsts in that trip. So again, uh, I know G- Gina uh, Butler, our, she's a PE teacher here, but she was mom of Barrett. She apparently was the talk of the town for SFMA. It wasn't just the Women's Lunch. It was just everywhere. And yes. I was like, Oh, I met your 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 mom your mom in the group. I was like, huh, yeah, shocker. <laughs> I think she was like a pinball around the entire conference. So, but uh, I can't thank you enough for that. When it comes to again, Carly and Barrett, they they talked about you. I talked to Carly last week. She's actually she's a soccer player now. She was talking about her trip. I said, uh, I saw Kelly, and she's like, "Did you say hi for me?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, I did." <laughs> so, um. Again, it's it's stuff like that that you have been such a big part of when it comes to empowering women and everything in this industry. What has it been like for you to be sort of that figure and that person to the women in this industry? And again, with this event, other events before this, uh, how has it been sort of, again, being a part of such a, again, a tight-knit group inside of what is a tight-knit industry? And I love that you asked that because, you know, the... Like I said, I didn't really think I would see this in my professional career. Um, I was the only gal in the room for most of my career, which I love because I love the guys. And it's been an inc- I've had a robust, very, very cool career. Um, and it's all based um, for me around golf, but essentially really sports turf, sports fields, um, uh, people. Uh, and I think that was my privilege. I, w- I wanted to play golf. Uh, this could have gone very differently had I not been <laughs> injured. Right. And so I didn't really have a plan. You on. We would have been cheering you on. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Right. And so I think it was really that that uh, after my second shoulder surgery that I realized that I wasn't going to play on tour. Uh, and then ironically, what probably would have been the biggest down of my life really became the most uh, rewarding because it led me to coaching division one. Uh, it led me to coaching professionally. Uh, it led me into all kinds of, uh, really cool environments. And then, um, essentially I was a golf professional at a country club and I got recruited by the grass seed industry, uh, to come over to, to the professional turf side. And that's really what changed. Um, I think coaching was incredibly rewarding. Uh, and I have so many great athletes and, and success stories and, and things that have come. From, in fact, I'm going back to Clemson at the end of the month. To, one of my former rowers is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's and so incredible. I look at. Yes. And I, I then I think, wow, when did I get to be that old like this? It doesn't, <laughs> you know. And so um, I, but I think the, the rewarding part comes from this conversation, Drew and Liz, I think the the gift that we have, I just happen to have a front row seat because with the travels and, and then the seat industry, 
um, I would find the one Liz in the room, high five you and be like, how come we don't know each other? And, and I called it the grass ceiling society way back in the day, just saying, Hey, um, you know, this is great, but while we're here, we're going to gather and, and have lunch or, uh, grab a coffee and just get to know each other. And that network would really what had, had it grown and grown and grown over the last eight years now, uh, to see it culminate in things like the Osomans Opens and the Softball Little League World Series uh, and some of the things that we're in the process of um, we're in the process of developing a 501c3 and a foundation and uh, so that we can continue this uh, the momentum but also be intentional uh, with helping uh, women understand uh, what the opportunities are in the industry and then helping them get to where they want to go. And I think we all, I think Liz has probably 40 jobs lined up already, <laughs> whatever she wants to do. I think we're all like, now we're all negotiating, like who's going to make the first offer. You know, she's going to need an agent, I think. Uh, <laughs> and I will then, not be that person. Do not call me. I already right, calls. Right? <laughs> and then I think same would go with snap and chat. And, um, yeah, and they, already, Bryn, they got and two Julie. offers during the podcast. Actually, Leah offered yeah. Megan. And I don't know if it's going to happen. I can call Leah and see, but, uh, uh, I was talking to Haley. I think it was before. It might have been during, but uh, she wants to build fields. So I was like, awesome. well, let's put you in contact with Chad Price and Chris Acton down at Carolina Green. And she was like, oh, can I have the number now? I was like, sure, <laughs> if, you, if you want, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I again, I, I you bring up a great point because I think the event specifically, it, you guys did a phenomenal job of highlighting the younger generation, you know, mm -hmm. because there were so many young, young like Liz. And then there were some, again, like the Leah's, the Maritza's, the Morgan's who have been in it for a while, but not enough for it to be again, sort of have that predominant, like, Hey, I've been around for a while type moment, you know? Um, and you guys just, you did everything for them. And I can't thank you enough for all you did for Liz and Julie and obviously everybody. But um, again, it was just awesome because there were so many levels to it, you know, and, <laughs> and I keep talking about each of them, but there were right. so many levels that we got to see in this event. And again, I can't get over it. I'm still trying to get used to it, you know. <laughs> I think that, is that some sunblock in your eyes, Drew? I no, I swear. Yes, yes. yes. Look it up bit. at the light, you can't see. Yeah, no, no. But, I, but, I think, but I think with you as a champion, right? Um, and you and, and Chris and Jake had front row seats and Brian, you know, those were, those were, and, um, and Casey. And then, but you realize the, the things that happen naturally with a group of guys, right? Uh, because you're always typically the group of guys. And I think what we're realizing is it, if you put those right scenarios together, it happens naturally. Um, and I love that you shared the, the younger and, and the older generation com combo uh, and the mids. We really had the young, the mids, and the elders, right? The MGs. Um, <laughs> uh, what's that? The MGs. <laughs> yeah, the MGs. Um, but I think the cool thing was, and I, I had the privilege to be the front row seat when uh, Liz and Bryn and, let's see, Liz, Bryn, Holly, Julie, Megan, Haley. five went over to East Carolina and prepped that field from, from nothing to from everything, nothing to everything. And I was the one front row seat watching 
just video. I was so, I was proud mama. And so was uh, Mama Don. And we have to give Mama Don a shout out because For boy, sure. was yeah. she instrumental uh, in all of the things that we did, especially capturing so many moments. Um, so shout out to you, Mama. We love you. Um, but I think no, that what you, what you shared was the pivotal piece, right? So we had a lot of knowledge to share, but I can guarantee you, we all learned more from the young than we did, um, perhaps pass on to them. And I think the most pivotal moment, at, at least for me personally, was, uh, the, the, the night before the championship games, uh, Maritza came back down. We had, we were downstairs gathered um that evening and she had gone to bed came back down and said hey i think i think it's time i think i'd like to call the ball tomorrow and i'd like this you know the the younger generation to see um what it's from my lens and i want to help them as much as i possibly can and um and i want the older generation to to take a back seat and i want you to to come alongside and 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 we'll all work together but i think it could look very differently now we, of course, um, no, there. This is not sunblock, but of course, uh, that's, yeah. that's not sunblock. It's not. Yeah. Um, but of course, that's that moment where you're so proud because you can't put that on someone. You can't say, "Okay, you're up. It's your turn." You have to. It has to happen organically. And I think that for me was probably one of the most pivotal moments of the week. And then it was just fun for us to literally just be like, okay, what do you need? What do you, how do we do that? And how, where do you want us? And, and it was just absolutely poetic. And I don't know how it was um, from the Nuji's uh, lens, but I can tell you, I can, uh, I can, I can absolutely guarantee you that we are in great hands uh, and that we were joking around, but the future's so bright, we do have to wear shades. And so uh, <laughs> if I had a pair uh, right here, I, I would put them on right now. No, for sure. And I, and that's the other thing is, is that, I mean, when it comes to like the, the kids that, again, I shouldn't say kids, the younger people like Haley had never done anything sports turf related ever before that event. And Megan only had the super regional for Texas A&M that she helped out. So she had a very little amount. Liz has done stuff in our classroom and has had enough experience. But again, when it comes to the overall, like their preparedness, and the journey they had to get from, again, not really having any background on like game day, anything to being able to run that championship game. I talked to Maritza afterwards and she said it was just one of the greatest moments to just see them sort of take on everything and take on all of, again, the OGs sort of personas and their jobs and everything that they were doing. Um, I'm sad. I'm sad. I missed it. But again, it was just incredible to hear from someone firsthand about again taking sort of the mantle and bringing on. And again, the significance of that game. I mean, championship uh, Monday. Sorry, I say Sunday, but <laughs> championship Monday. You know, of all the games to choose to do it for, it was the biggest one and it was the biggest moment. So again, things like that. I cannot thank you and the rest, son, Amy, all of them. Like. It was such a cool experience with that. And I was so happy to see it happen for them too. Cause uh, Amy had been talking about how she never ever in a hundred million years thought this would ever happen in her lifetime, yeah. you know, and being able to have her sort of, again, experience this and just the incredible, again, I'm not crying or anything, the incredible work of everyone <laughs> and how far they've come. I mean, son just had her 18th, uh, 18th anniversary at the, North complex. Sorry, son. Sorry. 
um, <laughs> at her place of work. Like those are big feats and a long period of time to have this just happen now, you know? Um, so again, it's just incredible to see and be a part of. Um, I do sort of want to shift um, because we've heard parts of your journey and it's been really cool to hear. Actually, I did not know you were a professional and college coach and everything that went with that. What was it like sort of getting to this point in the turf industry and where you sort of, again, being a player or a golfer and a coach and all different things? Yeah. You know, if you, if, as I look back now, uh, if you would have told me this was my career path, um, I probably, I would have believed you um, to some extent, but really the, you know, having been a top level athlete, having coached division one athletics, coached professional athletics, um, really, you know, and, and it's a windy road. I could, I could throw a bunch more there. We'd be like, wow, when have you had time to do those things? But <laughs> I, I, I think the, the gift is that um, we all can learn. Right. And my undergrad was business administration, marketing and management. Then I went to grad school for uh, organizational leadership and student affairs and counseling. Well, all of those things. So I do not have an agronomy background. Right. But I'm a class A PGA. So I'm a rare female card carrying to this day, class A PGA, meaning I became when I turned pro, I turned pro at 18 early uh, and I became a member of the men's fraternal organization. And even to this day, there aren't very many class A female PGA out there. There are a lot of LPGA out there now, which I admire. And then there's um, degrees that you can attain, uh, professional golf management. Um, But none of that was in play many years ago when I turned pro. And so um, I actually went through my undergrad and the PGA simultaneously. So I was a golf professional during my undergrad years. Um, And my intention was still to play. Uh, I was injured my um, my freshman year, well, senior year in high school, and then have had three major shoulder surgeries that kept me from playing full time, which is okay. You know, now that I look at it and had I not been, um, a, a director of golf at a country club. So I had finally made it. I was the big boss, you know, and I got recruited by a seed company thinking they, that a gal that understood the game and understood people really, Uh, would be a good fit. And that changed my life. And I had the absolute privilege to work with Dr. Leah Brillman. Many of you know her as the grass goddess. Uh, And she really, uh, if I have to look at a pivotal person in my life was Dr. Leah um, actually um, helped me fall in love with the grass seed industry, uh, but also helped me become, uh, she could, I could go into her office and she could just told me the answer. But mm-hmm. if any of you know Dr. Leah Brillman, she would be like, "Ooh, good question. Sit down. Let's look at the research, right?" And so she really helped me understand uh, that uh, where to find the knowledge and who to lean on for the knowledge. And I always say, it's not me standing here; it's all those standing here with me that you can't see. Uh, and I think that's really, but what my message would be: if you, if you're willing and and want to learn uh there's so many amazing things that we can do and especially in our, across this industry and i've been on both sides of it as as an athlete um as on the golf side and now on the sports field and, and golf and etc uh and i think that it's just a great space and and we talk about there's only 1.7 percent in the gcsaa uh, that are women on the golf side and there's four percent on the sfma 
that are female. Women. Um, women. Really? And so, oh, I said winning. We got more. Uh, winning, right? And so now if we've opened that door for a Liz and for Julie and for a Megan, whomever it is, then, um, then what a great opportunity. I didn't know these things existed when I was going through uh, my undergrad. Um, and my, my lens was very different at the time, but now if we can create opportunities for the next gen and help them understand, this is a robust industry where you have lots of opportunities. And then hopefully we grow that number across the board. And I have to say, we were at, um, when we we're at the pine needles, the, some of the, uh, GCSAA brass were there. And they're very intentional with it as well, because why would we be ignoring essentially half the population in terms of, of, of workforce and, and opportunity uh, when we, all we need to do is educate? Uh, and so I think this is, um, this is a great front row seat to, to what that opportunity looks like. Yeah, I mean, with all of it, it just, again, all the players at the event saw it firsthand. Yeah. Parents, family. Chris said that he saw someone from 25 years ago that he hadn't seen since then, like things like that. And such, and again, it's not a small event in any way, shape or form, but again, bringing that to the next level, bringing that to a U.S. Open like you guys did, things like that, where again, front news, everything, and we're like, wait a second, this is a job, you know, this is something we can do. And, and even further, again, with what you do being again, a, a pure seed representative, being able to bring the whole, again, one of the biggest things that, I, again, underlying everything in our industry is genetics because it is the the solution to all of our problems when you look at it firsthand. Uh, we got people in the government, you're not allowed to use fertilizer, you're not allowed to use uh, pesticides, you're not allowed to do this. Well, the only way we're going to combat that is through the genetics that you guys are coming up with. And again, being able to combat those things without actually using any herbicide, without using any extra water or things like that. Um, being able to bring that to the forefront will change this industry forever. And that's what you guys did. So again, I can't think enough. I'm going to keep saying that. Um, but <laughs> what has it been like for you at Pure Seed? Again, taking what you've learned as a player, being able to learn about the genetics to be able to, again, tell everyone how this is going to change everything for you on your course or on your field or on your greens, because there are so many different factors, especially like we talked about you, your guys' uh, farm is out in Oregon, being able to take all of that and distribute a game probably worldwide when it comes to pure seed, but, and have that impact for our industry. And I love that you asked that question because it is about, you know, the disease resistance, the drought tolerance, the, the newer genetics. And this is why, uh, working with Crystal and Dr. Melody Frazier. We also have a research farm in, in North Carolina. Uh, and then we um, have cooperators all over the world, uh, not only on the university side, but the private side. Uh, and that's really what drives uh, what we do. The, the solutions, in addition to, uh, you know, management practices and, and looking for ways to help uh, superintendents or sports field managers, or even your, your yard. You know, we have a little competition in my neighborhood around here. Um, hey. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not out there after dark, you know, working my magic, but, um, <laughs> the, the neighbors are jealous, uh -huh. uh, but a lot of it's our genetics. And so I think that as we move into the next stage, um, 
and and actually oh i have a quick story i have to tell you yeah, great so i just had the privilege to travel with crystal um my ceo and our chief breeder uh and she has a golf courses uh with her grass seed on them all over the world and when i came to work um for her probably five plus years ago now uh she did not play much golf if any Mm-hmm. And so one of my all-time bucket list goals was for her to play more golf and then for her to play golf on one of her golf courses that have all our grass seed on it. And that just happened this last week. We were That's in so Indianapolis awesome. and, um, and for her to get to see it firsthand um, and, and then for her to visit with superintendents in different places and for them to give her feedback on why, how much the, why they love her grass and how much uh, the difference that it's made and, and et cetera. And so I think when you can experience firsthand, uh, and I, and I think we've talked about that, um, not only from the genetic side, but from what's happening around the globe, um, and, and the, the need, uh, for healthy, um, environments and, and grass certainly is uh, a huge contributor, uh, to, um, a healthier planet. That had to be such a cool moment. You know, oh man, bucket list. Able to see that. Yeah, that had to be really awesome. Yeah. So uh, a shout out to um, to uh, Chad Allen at, at Chatham Hills Country Club for making it all possible um, because we caught him uh, on a day that he wasn't expecting us and uh, it just worked out. Uh, it's certainly one of my career highlights thus far. That's so cool. Um I'm seeing on your background there are a couple of things that is very intriguing. And my, the questions have been running in my head already. I mean, I, I don't know what to make of the peanut butter with the cape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's start with the peanut butter with the cape. Care <laughs> to explain why he's standing in a bunker? <laughs> yes. And so uh, this is actually, uh, this goes back to some, tr- some different speaking engagements, but this is kind of a, a culmination of things. But in the, the peanut butter story uh, goes like this. In life, we all get one jar of peanut butter. And on a day like today, we, we share peanut butter back and forth, right? Uh, we, we have um, commonalities. We are excited uh, about what we're doing. And we share that information back and forth and, and fill each other up, right? Um, there have been times, especially in my life, uh, where I gave a lot of my peanut butter away. Uh, and now I've learned that the more peanut butter I gave away and the more peanut butter, peanut butter that I didn't receive or wasn't available to receive, i.e. the peanut butter thieves out there, you might know a couple. Um, not one of them. I'm not hundred percent sure, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. You might, you know, you'll know. Um, and then you look down and one day you realize you're empty. And you look up and you realize your peanut butter's gone and so are the peanut butter thieves. And so the idea is we all need to, to be full and we are all responsible for keeping our peanut butter full. Uh, and there are going to be times where you need to give more peanut butter than you can receive and, and vice versa. Uh, but what I learned over the years is that if I'm intentional um, on keeping my peanut butter full, and that could be my spiritual, emotional, physical, all of those pieces, uh, and just in my day-to-day. Uh, but at the same time, um, I also had to learn to receive peanut butter. So I, I was the queen of, of being there for everybody and giving it all away, and, and I pursued careers that were very um, uh, receptive of that, uh, especially division, coaching divisional athletics. 
Um, and I realized that uh, it was critical for me to remain full uh, and for me to align myself uh, with those that want to share their peanut butter and, and that uh, it's okay to protect your own peanut butter. If you recognize a peanut butter thief, um, move on. That would be, that would be my words. Of Our producer right over here is a peanut butter thief. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've never had one called out right in the room there. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. She's awesome. I'm just messing with her. Um, and now we have the quote, which I see part of, I don't see the whole thing, but. Okay, it's basically never allow another situation, person, event, or circumstance to determine the quality of your existence or the depth of your joy. Meaning that we all uh, we all get into spaces that um, we have to give somebody else permission to make us feel less than, to make us feel. Um, diminished in any way or really to dim your light uh and uh unfortunately being a very young professional but very um ahead of my time having term pro at 18 and having um my class a and my undergrad done at the same time um i was young but i it wasn't that i wasn't ready i just was overlooked for a, a lot of things because of of being female and because of being young and so I really learned uh, that it, essentially everyone deserves that seat at the table. And if you're ready and you are prepared, then uh, that space is yours. And yes, I might've had to work twice as hard. I may have had to do, um, uh, you know, uh, maybe had a different path in order to get the big job or, um, or had to wait your turn type of scenario where, it should have, those things potentially should have been my opportunities. Uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, it made me better. It made me stronger. It made me um, excellent at negotiating. It made me excellent uh, at, at feeling comfortable in, in, in any space. Uh, because just as, as the next person has had that opportunity to be there, so is that my opportunity to be there. Uh, and now I, I, I try to coach people that that's your seat at the table as well. Own it, be there. And if somebody tries to diminish you, steal your peanut butter, dim your light, that's on them, not on you. And uh, I've, I've been told, you know, to, to calm it down and to not high five or to not do certain things. And, and I look back on that now and think, oh, that was somebody essentially dimming my light so that their light wasn't impacted. Um, and you know me, I'm going to lift everybody around me up uh, and you know, my hashtag is get in. It'll be fun. I promise it might not be completely <laughs> orthodox, but, uh, but my, my goal is to just help people, uh, get where they're going and enjoy the journey, uh, and take their seat at the table. I, I love that. Cause it, it relates to so many of the talks I had with the girls there, you know, uh, and it was, <laughs> I'm going to point Leah out cause it was funny. Uh, she had a moment in hers where she was talking about her um, obsession with her field and her irrigation and she posted it on her story. I was like, all right, you took pride in it. I got to give you props, you know, and to again, just own everything that she is. And for all of you to again, take on what is again, not really any pressure situation really for you, but the amount of pressure that came with that event and you guys just kicked ass part of my French, but yeah. again, uh, 
I do want to go back towards it because I didn't tell Liz this, but we are going to ask her some questions, even though she is the co-host. Oh, gosh. Because she she's scared, apparently, of talking. Uh, Liz, what was it like to be like a last minute addition? You know, like literally I I asked Sun the week before because we were in, we actually were constructing this room and I got a phone call. And on the phone, she heard me say, I'm going to be doing a podcast at the softball League World series at the first all female grounds. So she was like, can I come? I was sitting here with my <laughs> mouth open, like, hey, hold uh, on. <laughs> Dakota was there. She was like, well, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, It was definitely very scary considering I was like, like the few days before I was like, should I watch YouTube videos to make sure I'm like up on all of my groundskeeping skills? That just means I'm a bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna walk off the set now for podcast. Oh, that was awesome, Liz. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. I appreciate it. I think they I think what she meant was watch YouTube videos of your classes yeah. teaching the back. I think that's what she meant. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the save there. Yeah, I think that I was it. I appreciate that. Yeah. There are some videos, okay, during virtual time that are very instructive. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but well, Liz, wait. I have I have one question for you though. Uh huh. Um, it was never a question in your mind of of I'm I'm going. It was how how am I going? Right. Yes. So like, I was always was like, just... I'm gonna do everything I can to make this happen. Whether it's me driving from our house or somewhere else or yeah, your mother to... was not happy about you with that. <laughs> I was like, I'll drive down by myself. Whatever it takes to get there. I just wanted to be there so badly to see this. And like I ended up just staying with like a family friend, which worked out great. But did it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> but oh gosh. I mean, I think like that was the biggest thing was like, doesn't matter what I have to do, I just want to be there. Even though I didn't know the significance of the event at the time. <laughs> so being there, what was it like to again be able to meet Kelly and be able to meet all these incredible people that took you in? in such a way that no one really has ever experienced that before in this industry. It was just incredible. Like from the moment that I met son, she was like just the kindest person. And she's like, okay, tell me about yourself. And then we just exchanged stories. And it was great. Cause like I got a bunch of information from her, but it also still felt like we were like, like friends, you know, <laughs> like, and yeah. when I walked into the trailer, she introduced me to everyone. And then she's like, why are you so quiet? Like, speak up. And I, I think like that's definitely something I wish I would have done more is like ask people more questions about their stories when we're sitting in the trailer. But I was like, it was just crazy to be there and to sit in that room with all these amazing people who I'm like, wait, I like have seen this person on social media and like I know that they're really cool. And like when we go out to the field, they know what they're doing. So like I can use them as an example to watch so that way when I go out, I can know what I'm doing. They all like her better than me now. <laughs> Maybe a little. Normal, normal things in my life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a compliment to you, Drew. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> the, the, the YouTube figuring out how to do things. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, no, I'll tell you a funny story because, again, she mentioned it on her podcast, but this one put a letter to uh, Leah in a care package from us. Again, Leah goes, did you read this? I was like, no. Why would I, I read it? I told him. Personal like, you are note. Not to this. Yeah. 
and I'm I'm a person of my word. Okay, <laughs> I don't I don't go snooping in things that aren't mine. Um, but she calls me in tears. Sunblock, sorry, sunblock. She had a sunblock. bunch. Sunblock. So, sunblock to the point of burning like her like esophagus, crying like like um the <laughs> she goes. Did you read this? I'm like no. And she goes, she's making my heart melt. I'm like, okay, okay, that's great. What did she say exactly <laughs> did she say to make that happen? She's like, well, she was talking about how this someday might be something I want to do. And you showed me that. And it was like, that's what it's all about, you know? And I hate to use you as the example, but again, that's why I do what I do is to make those connections and to be able to bring students that are, again, of an age of Liz is 16 years old, freshly 16 or something. I don't know. Um, to be able to see people like that, like Aaliyah, like you and make those connections like, okay, well, my life could be this one day if I really wanted it to be. So sorry to put you on the spot like that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you took the ball and ran with it, making me look like crap. What right. I mean. um, <laughs> and, and Liz, what made you so brave? What, what was it? Because we all, you know, y'all, whatever you want, that's where somebody's going to help you in this. You've got, like a big you're, you're like 20 years ahead family. compared to everyone else <laughs> yeah you're way ahead of <laughs> i just felt so comfortable like everyone was so welcoming that i was like okay like i can do this like they make me believe in myself and so it's definitely the environment of just like welcoming women people here to just support you and if you fail it's okay because like you'll pick us up and we'll keep going Absolutely. And of course, now we all want to know what you wrote to, to Leah. <laughs> all right. Let's it's go get the note. You have it? No, I don't have. Why would it's a personal <laughs> note? Why does everybody think right. I'm a bad person? But I, I think and I would I could share that, too, um, from Jake's perspective. Uh, you know, you you impacted all of us. So um, across the board, just um, your work ethic, your positivity, your you were brave. You didn't know anyone. And, and yet here you are. And even base guy, Brian, you know, like here I you mean, are. You made him get off the base. That's something. Yeah, I, mean, like, yeah, I, gotta got tell you. This. I totally he got was, this. It was so, it was like a puppy dog watching his, <laughs> yeah. like his best friend be taken or something. I was yeah. like, Liz, you gotta get off the bags. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day when, when, when you're gone or whenever you had to leave, then he's sending you a video telling you how much he missed you, you know, and how much he appreciated uh, your attention. Oh, when I got that video, I was like, I had a little bit of sunblock, not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't have I hadn't heard that one yet. There's no sunblock, I swear. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite powerful because he's a man of very few words. Uh, and to get that, to get that message. And then, um, you know, to, it, I think all of the pieces, but to realize that you're not alone. Uh, and I think that's for a lot of us uh, that are, are the OG, the elder, um, we were, and it was fine, but it was just different. And I think now that you know how big your network is, you know, you can reach out to Leah at any time, you know, you can reach out to me at any, all of us. Um, and then with Drew, and I think we'd all be remiss without you being a champion and you creating uh, this really cool connection, and not only in what you do in, in your in your teaching and these YouTube videos, apparently, um, but also in your uh, in your support and what that looks like. And when we have champions that are alongside us, um, and then our future champions uh, like yourself, Liz, I think that's the gift, right? This is 
this is a whole new time and space. And what is it going to look like when Liz is my age? Um, and how, what will that look like in for your lens? Whether you, whatever parts of this you choose to take with you, Liz, I think that's the gift moving forward, right? You know, you have lots of opportunity and um, remind me what, um, what you're studying now, because you found turf grass, right? As not realizing that it existed or help me understand the background. Well, both of my brothers were actually in the program and I've like seen them do lots of things through the program that I was like, oh, that is so cool. And I've always been interested in it, but I think it was sophomore year during the end of the year when we were working more on baseball that I was like, this is really cool. Like, I want to see more of this. And it's just like getting to have more conversations about it with Miller and watching more TikToks from Leah <laughs> was what like really got my brain turning. I was like, okay, this is like an actual career that I could do. She's obsessed with Leah. That's the oh, I'm so obsessed say, with honestly. Leah. <laughs> Sitting there, we the all corner, are. I was we like, are. she she, <laughs> she walks in. She walks in. She goes, "Did you see her TikTok?" I'm like, "No." Like, what? What do you want from me, Leah? The only TikToks I really see are the ones that she posts on the other websites or whatever. Like, I don't follow TikTok that well. Um, but no, she came in and she, what was it, undefeated or whatever? Oh yeah, the undefeated she posted. What, again, she must have put hours into that video. But like Leah did uh, undefeated over her uh, grounds crew garage door, and she had this like whole speech about how the grounds crew's undefeated and everything, and it's very inspiring. It very much is. She comes in, she's like, Can we do it over our door? I'm like, why not? Like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, again, like being seeing the excitement and everything. And uh there's a situation with her brother that I, I never push anyone into turf anymore. But uh <laughs> um with everything, it was I found out the week before the call was son that she was actually very interested, you know, but she's been always been dedicated to the program as a freshman and a sophomore uh it was again covid sort of messed up that sort of time frame and whatnot but like her going into her junior year being able to do this is something that again i never thought would ever happen i didn't think it'd be a possibility let alone a high schooler being able to go to an event like this you know um so yeah the and it's really cool our county has really embraced it as well there's a couple articles coming out and then they're going to have hopefully both of us. I'm going, but I'm going to tell them to let Liz come, but to the school board meeting to sort of highlight yeah. again, the event and the significance of what you guys did. So it's really cool. And I, I love that what you just shared about that drew, because with you as an advocate and champion, you know, when those opportunities, whether it's a school board or uh, more students and, and, and promoting and how, how to get in. Right. Uh, and I think you're doing a, an, an epic job uh, of making sure that, you know, because of your voice and Tiger Turf Talk and all these different uh, avenues, you know, you're bringing a lot of that to light that wouldn't normally be out there. So bravo. I and, appreciate that. And, and I think Liz, I think you could echo that as well, right? You didn't, you didn't know some of these things moving forward. And now you don't, you're never going to not know that. Like that was... <laughs> That was my first softball little league world series and you're 40 years, my youth ish, 40 ish, not quite. Um, and here you're you are. Sorry. That, you're that was your first, her. right? Yeah. Say that again, Drew. Years young, you, not her. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I, I like to, I like to, I like to, yeah. If I could be cryogenically frozen, I think this is, this is probably my max at this point, but, <laughs> uh, but Liz, I think that's pretty cool. You know, the, the, and I guarantee you, if you ever wanted to go visit Leah or any of us and, and visit research farms or visit the sports fields or golf course, whatever you want to do, all you have to do is ask and, and people will find a way, you know, tell your mom to buckle up because she's going to be traveling, you know? <laughs> yeah Sorry. well that's definitely something that i think it was maritza pointed out when we were on the field she was like you know it was when she made me do the broom in between third inning and fourth and she's like you are hating me in this moment i know you are but you're always gonna remember this moment when you did your first broom and that i forced you to do it <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> love you maritza <laughs> love her Oh, she, yeah. she dragged you on the drag. Yeah, she literally did. <laughs> she yeah. like, get on. You're going on the field now. And I was like, <laughs> but like, I will always remember that. And the first time being on the hose and flooding the infield, like that was just something I'm always going to remember. Even if I don't go into turf, which I hope I do, <laughs> but I sure. will always have these amazing memories. And then what do you think that you would pass along from the, those initial memories? You know, when it, when you're in Maritza or, or Leah's position and now you've got uh, another set of new G's coming on board. What are you going to force the little Liz's of the world to do Liz? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I'm going to force them and be like, no, 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 let's get her on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, I think that was one of the lessons to all of us is that, Oh no. Yeah, we can do it, but that's not the intention. And I, and I think when we shared, um, and thankfully, uh, Mama Dawn caught it on video, um, you reminded all of us, uh, we, we can be much better teachers. We can be much better mentors. We can um, give opportunity where oftentimes and we have demanding jobs, but it's easier just to hop on and do it. Well, actually, um, it's probably more impactful if we take the time albeit it seems like sometimes we don't have that kind of time yeah. um, to teach and to mentor and to give opportunity and i love it when um and actually i think it was michelle smith when she hopped on uh the espn uh commentator when she hopped on to drag the field and i think it was amy fowdy there and and michelle's like what if i mess it up and amy's <laughs> like well we'll fix it that's yeah. what we're here for yeah and i and I think, Liz, that's maybe what you just shared. Like it, we made all of us made you brave to the point where you weren't going to mess up because we had your back. Yeah, it was definitely that feeling. Yeah. So yeah. what what was your favorite part of what you got to do there? That was my question for both of you. Oh, God. Oh, oh. I think Mighty actually asked me this question and I could not think of an answer in the moment. You still haven't given an answer? Well, I did then, but I think it's changed a little bit. <laughs> okay, po- post-event, being able to think about it, what's your favorite thing? Oh, cleaning the bases. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> were, it was just so enjoyable. Like I think I texted Miller after, and I was like, oh I've never missed cleaning bases so much. <laughs> like It was just fun because like in between the stuff where we were in front of everyone, it was like a secret little spot in the back where, why are you laughing? <laughs> a secret spot in the back where like, I could just do the work and like, no one needed to know. And it was just nice. But like with everything else, it was like on a bigger scale where I had to, like, even if I failed, like I was still thinking about it more. And it was just something that I could like relax and think about everything we just did while cleaning bases. <laughs> it wasn't meeting your idol. 
meeting all the other people that are incredible. <laughs> meeting so, Kelly. Um, you asked for my You never you never moment. shut up about any of them now. And it's basis. <laughs> mm. You're like, no, check out this WhatsApp Yeah. What about you, Kelly? What was your favorite part about all of it? I love it. I think I think um this this is pretty cool. You know, it helps us reflect. Andrew, again, can't thank you enough and, and what you're doing uh to to promote all of this. But I think that um I always say after these events, and I actually have had the privilege to be at all of them. Uh, and I, and I, I don't think that I truly comprehend, uh, what that will mean as I reflect on it as, as the years go by. Um, but I think that the biggest gift is, is just the connection. Um, and I'm a big connector. I'm a big bridge builder. Um, I've spent most of my personal and professional life being, I call it a Sherpa, helping people get where they're going. (laughs) And you know, when you, when you help someone get where they're going, and especially if you help somebody climb a mountain, you find yourself near the summit also too. And so I think for me, um, these, these moments that are now captured, uh, and I have, I have a, an elderly aunt that I send all these things to, and she called me yesterday and it was so cool to, to see it through her lens. Uh, and my dad would be so proud and he's passed. Uh, but there's these layers of um, unexpected. The like I said, I use the sunblock uh, <laughs> example often, but um, because that that what the emotion that it evokes, the the fact that I've seen it in my career, um, and then I always say I cannot wait to see what happens next. And I think um, this is a perfect moment um, that you and, and Liz and I get to be here together because. Um, I am, I get to see what happens next. I'm looking right at her uh, mm-hmm. and, and the connections that she has now. Uh, and not to mention, I had great mentors, most of them, 99% of them men, and they were absolutely life-changing for me because they believed in me. Um, but at the same time, I think Liz, uh, I am looking at what the future holds, right? There, there's a whole new and I would say the same for Julie and Megan and Bryn and Holly and I'm missing one. Snap and chat. Did I get everybody? I get Haley. 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 Thank you. And I chat. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but the gift that you give all of us is we can see what happens next. And I am so excited, uh, not only for for you um, and, and what endeavors you choose to pursue, uh, but also just knowing that you're connected to a network of, of personal and professional mentors that will help any way we can. Uh, and I think when I look back on, on a day like today or, or back on the things that we've done these last couple of years, um, it does get overwhelming. It, it, where's that? Where's that ding? Um, sunblock guard. Um, <laughs> because, because, you like glasses that just, <laughs> yeah, just, um, because, uh, because we don't really know what's coming, but I can tell you this, um, I can't wait to see what's happening next. Here you are, Liz. And I get to be the one that, that is, as interviewed with you and then, um, and to see how we, how we move forward. Uh, and, I think for me personally, um, I'm not ready to retire, 
but when I do, I will be able to look back on all these opportunities and the things that happened that really changed the course of, and to quote, uh, um, I think it's Mama Don and Son, Herstory in the making. Herstory, yep. uh, and we're right in the middle of it. And I, I really can't wait to see what happens next. And I can't. You're still going to be around when you retire. We all know. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. no. Don't think. Don't think. Um, I'm going to just. Don't think Kelly's gone anywhere. Okay. Oh, no. yeah. You're going to be invited to everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Your schedule is going to be even more busy. <laughs> even busier, right? Thank you. Uh, and I appreciate that. But uh, I'm just proud. I'm so proud and so thankful. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today. We're going to wrap up uh, with this last question. Uh, that we've always asked uh, when it comes to, again, somebody like Liz or Dakota or somebody who is going to be taking that next step, again, not specifically into the turf industry, but just next step in their life out of high school. What would be your best words of advice for them moving forward and why? Um, It actually, my best word, well, hey, I, I actually, I'll do it this way. Um, My wish for you is that your dreams stay big and your worries stay small. I dare you to live. And whatever that looks like, that was, um, yeah, no sunblock. Um, but that actually, um, was the gift that my dad, um, luck, God rest his soul. Um, I was so busy and I um, had been coaching Division One athletics for a long time. My peanut butter was pretty empty. Um, and during that time, those were his words of wisdom to me. And it came more, and he kind of had this gruff voice and said, honey, I dare you to live. And I'm like, dad, why didn't you ever say anything? And he's like, you're so damn busy, you could never hear me. Uh, and uh, I could hear him at that point because he uh, had been diagnosed uh, with lung cancer and was going to pass. And I had the privilege to be there um, so that he could stay at home most of that, that time. And it really, it was the only time in my career that I had taken kind of a, 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 a break of any kind. Uh, and we had just missed, it's a long, long story, but um, I had just finished coaching. We had just, I was coaching a professional golfer and we had just missed the cut for the PGA tour, uh, another, um, bucket list thing for me, but had we not missed that cut, had I not been able to, to go home, um, I probably would have missed that. Uh, so my wish for you is that your dreams stay big and your worries stay small. That's actually an excerpt from a Rasta flat song. And then I dare you to live and enjoy the journey. My Absolutely. The name of the song. My wish. Yeah. yeah. It's a phenomenal song. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Kelly, for, I mean, for everything all the way back to the woman's luncheon and just having such a positive impact on my kids' lives. And I cannot thank oh. you for that. Yes. Thank you, Dialed. I, you know, I, I think I might've come across one while we were uh, in, in our inner, our conversation here, but um, I kind of like Dialed Drew. <laughs> dialed. All right. I will take I kinda, it. I kind of dig it because all you're right. so dialed. Right. All right. Liz, I like that. Like yeah. <laughs> All right. Here on Tiger Turf Talk, you heard it here. It's going to be posted. Right there. Dial yeah. Drew. Right yeah. there. Well, thank you so much for everything. Yeah. As always uh, looking forward to seeing you in Utah. Is it Utah? Yeah. Are you, you going to be down in uh, the Carolina show by chance? Um, well, I'm working on it. Um, I, and a shout out to Tim Krieger uh, with inviting all the gals. Um, he's uh, he's a, also a Clemson brother. Uh, and so 
Um, I used to go to that show all the time. So uh, if it works, um, my schedule is a little crazy around that time. But if it works, I will absolutely be Carolinas this year. Uh, And then, of course, the SFMAs to watch our very own Sunrose line be uh, inaugurated as a female or as the SFMA president. Yeah, yeah. So super proud of Sun. We got a uh, a new nickname for just the year, El Prez, you know? Say that again? We'll have to have her nickname for the year El Prez. Yeah. Know? Yes. Absolutely. Second nickname. Love that. For her. Yep. Yeah. Love well, that. again, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Strong work. Proud of you, Liz. Bye. <laughs> thank you. I dare you to live. <laughs>